When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck right here with my main man, Clay. And we have so much to get to with all of you today. First of all, mask mandates already coming back in some places. Could this grow? What are we learning about the Delta variant? It's effectiveness against the vaccines. Vaccine mandates are expanding as well in places all across the country. Also got some very interesting crime data out of Chicago and some polling about how citizens, uh, residents of Detroit feel about police presence. Some updates on the Tucker Carlson NSA story. Turns out... Tucker was on to something. We'll give you those details in just a moment here. And the Olympics, for those of you who could stay awake through some of it or decided to watch it, some stories generally not about how great the Olympics are to talk to you about, but some things, some takeaways on it. But first, Clay, masks, vaccines, mandates, lockdowns. Oh, my. It's deja vu all over again, to quote Yogi Berra. It isn't going away, Buck. Here is the problem that we are running into. There was the hope, and I think everyone out there hoped that it was true, that these COVID vaccines were going to be a panacea, that it was going to end COVID, that no one who took the vaccine was going to be able to get COVID, that there was going to be no breakthroughs, that this was going to last forever, right? Or at least a decade or 15 or 20 years that it was going to be like the measles and the mumps vaccines that most of us got as kids, and maybe you had to get a booster when you were going into high school or college or whenever it might have been to ensure that you never got those viruses. That is not what is going to happen. It doesn't appear, based on all the data, with COVID. COVID is going to become endemic. It is going to become like the flu. There are going to be many different versions of COVID that circulate. You may well have a yearly COVID shot 
that is coming down the pike in the years ahead. And as a result, the data that is coming in, and again, let me just say right off the top, people are like, oh, you're anti-vax. No, no. I just want everybody out there to understand the facts. The facts, and we've been saying this for a long time, Buck, are if you're over 65 years old, you are under particularly susceptible COVID-related dangers. You should get the vaccine and you should get the boosters or whatever else is put out there. If you are obese, if you have underlying substantial health conditions, let me be clear, go get the vaccine, even though it is not perfect. It does, according to the data, a much better job at lowering the overall severity of your COVID, uh, uh, your COVID infection, all right? But there are studies, including one from Israel, which was written about to, to the credit of the media. I read it everywhere, whether it's the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, that said that the Israeli uh, studies have shown the Pfizer vaccine, the Pfizer and the Moderna are two of the biggest. They haven't really tested the Moderna vaccine, but the Pfizer vaccine is only 39% effective at stopping the COVID infection. We were told early on, hey, these things are 95% effective against everything. So the, the Delta variant, which everyone is talking about right now, in Israel, based on a fairly substantial study, there is only a 39% protection against infection that occurs from the COVID vaccine there. Does, according to this study, help to limit the severity of those infections. But, Buck, the reason why I am sharing all this data is I think it's important that everybody out there listening to us hears the truth, and the truth is this. COVID doesn't go away if you get a vaccine. It just doesn't go away. And so you still have the risk. There is the risk of infection. I'll give you an example. In the world of sports, John Rombuck was set to go play in the Olympics. He's one of the best golfers in the world. People may remember that he was pulled off the golf course with the lead on Saturday going into a Sunday at the Memorial Golf Tournament. Cost him $1.7 million. He had already had his first vaccine. He had COVID, double vaccinated. He now has already tested positive for COVID again. This is happening everywhere. I was in Los Angeles you couldn't even find COVID tests. I mean, this is a big deal, and it's not going away. Here's Dr. Anthony Fauci telling people that if you're, uh, even if you're vaccinated, maybe it's time to mask up. So it's quite understandable, Neil, why local authorities are now saying, good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. Now, Clay, COVID zero is something that some countries have been trying to uh, trying to push for, meaning that COVID is, is essentially eradicated. And this used to be considered almost a conspiracy theory to bring it up, that we would ever see countries where the goal was zero COVID, because we know that that's, that's right. really if you're going to be enmeshed in the global community, you're going to be dealing with this virus at some level. But the extreme COVID zero approach, which is what is now starting to look like some people at least want in this country, has disastrous policy implications. I mean, you're pointing out how effective the vaccines actually are in preventing transmission. If they're not, if this isn't a one and done for everybody, they've created this whole regime of controls, of masking, of lockdowns, of limitations on indoor that'll just be cycling through all the time for something that we should be considering to be now much more similar to 
the flu. I mean, you look at the most recent data. We're talking about an increase in, in cases right now across the country. The New York Times has the, has the counter up on its front page. You know, new deaths, uh, 269 as of July 25th, up 20% in the 14-day average. And this, this is no longer a hospitalization and death pandemic in this country. So we have to adjust our thinking toward this. Instead, you've got, you know, the big announcement from de Blasio today saying you have to get COVID tests every week if you're not vaccinated and you've got a mask up in the office. So and they want private sector companies to enforce the same policies. Not only that, Buck, but I think what we're headed forward and 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 I think the NFL is a good example about this is there is a focus on COVID breakthroughs. It's going to be almost impossible to stop a ton of COVID breakthrough infections from happening based on the lagging success of uh, these vaccines. And right now, we just have a big blame factory, right? And Buck, right now, any sort of infection increase is being blamed on people not getting the vaccine. And look, again, we ran through who definitely should be getting the vaccine. But what's also creeping up, if you look at Israel and if you look at England, who had higher rates of vaccination and are further down this path than us, is there is going to be a massive collision between COVID cases with the vaccinated and COVID cases with the unvaccinated. In other words, this vaccine is not a panacea to prevent COVID infections in the future. And at some point, we just have to acknowledge that this thing is here to stay. And much like the flu, we can't change the world forever based on a virus. And the problem with all of this is that if we actually get to that point, Clay, If Dr. Fauci finally relents and says, you know what, it turns out that focus protection of the elderly, that vaccines by choice for those who are at substantial risk, that policies that are much closer to how we handle the seasonal flu. I know this was much worse for fatalities overall for senior citizens than the seasonal flu was. But in terms of our approach to it should be much more similar to what we do in flu season, which is vaccinations, stay away from sick people, things like that. It would be an admission that so much of what has been done for the last 18 months was madness, was not actually what we should have done as a country. So the problem that we have now is that people don't like to admit that they were wrong. They certainly don't like to admit that their critics were right. In some ways, that's even worse. And so Fauci and the whole global medical consensus, such as it is, don't want to actually say, you know what? Man, the people that were saying we need to learn to live with COVID six months ago, 12 months ago, a year ago, (laughs) they had a point. They had a point. You're right. Effectively, Buck, you and I were right. Now, that is that is such a huge part here of how is this going to play out? Because right now, again, the blame factory has shifted to, oh, it's all the red staters, all these Trump voters who won't get the vaccine. But by the way. That's not the majority of people who are refusing to get the vaccine, is it, Buck? It's I, like you're not allowed to t- talk about this. I have some data. I have some data that I, I want. I want everybody to be to be aware of because it has turned into something of of a sport. I mean, he, here is Don Lemon. Whenever CNN and all these personalities are talking talking about who's 
being reckless. Who's to blame? Who's They're to blaming. blame? Who's to yeah. blame for this? It's Trump supporters. Here's CNN's Don Lemon. You know, I've heard over the last couple of days that, you know, you shouldn't be, um, uh, you don't say bad things about people who don't get the vaccine because then they'll feel like you're attacking them or whatever. But I, Michael, how much more? We, we, you kind of call it what it is. If, if, if behavior is idiotic and nonsensical, I think that you need to tell people that their behavior is idiotic and nonsensical. doesn't mean that they are idiots. It's just that their behavior in the, and on this particular point that is not making sense. So I, I don't understand what has taken people so long and how many people have to die for adults, for adults. To, uh, and why are adults believing people on the Internet instead of science and experts? This is only possible at CNN. Because that audience is convinced of the daily drumbeat of this is Trump's. It's MAGA hat wearers who refuse to get that vaccine. That's what they tell their audience. Clay, I have some data for all of us about New York City. It turns out that that's not really the case. So why don't we? That's that's a hell of a tease. I can't wait to hear that. Data. Why, why don't we get into some of that data in NYC? I've also got data for you on how to keep your dog as healthy as possible. It comes courtesy of some of the folks who have tried rough greens. In Fort Worth, Texas, Tyler J. says, we've loved the opportunity to try Rough Greens products. It's working great. See, Rough Greens is a supplement that I add to my beloved Tallulah, a little Frenchie. She's chubby. She's great. We add it to her food. And she's just got more pep in her step now. Most importantly for us, sometimes she'd wake us up in the middle of the night because she has an upset tummy. That tummy is doing better than it has in a long time. Well, why? Makes sense, right? Rough Greens gives you live vitamins, probiotics, enzymes, omega oils, and antioxidants for your dog. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement you add into your dog's food to give it all the live nutrients for superior dog health. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love Rough Greens, they have a special deal for you, our listeners. Go to roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck, and they're going to give you the first bag free. You heard me right. Free. All you pay is shipping. That's R-U-F-F. Roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck. Roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck. The vaccines work. They work. And it's proven in the numbers. Those who are vaccinated reduce the risk of hospitalization by 94%. So if you're vaccinated, you are much, much less likely to get the COVID virus to begin with. And if you get it, it is not as severe and you're not hospitalized. Those are facts. What we're looking at is a pandemic of the unvaccinated a pandemic of that 25% of the population that has still refused to get the vaccine. That is New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. By the way, how many women have accused him of sexual harassment? And everything? The story just went away. By the way, the DOJ is not going to investigate the nursing home debacle either. I saw under that Biden. Too. That's not a shock, is it? Not a shock at all. It's it's unbelievable what he has gotten away with. I, by the way, am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. This is Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We brought, wanted to bring back in Andrew Cuomo talking about the situation in New York because, Buck Sexton, you have data. Let, let me just say this again. Right now, the unvaccinated is the blame factory for COVID, right? And I believe in the next few weeks, if you look at Israel and you look at England, 
that the unvaccinated are going to become more difficult to blame uh, because the vaccines themselves are having a massive number of breakthrough infections. Now, hopefully they are going to be less significant than if you had not been vaccinated. Again, I want to say if you're over 65 and you're unhealthy, this makes a lot of sense. Continuing, Buck, they're not talking about all the people, including you and me, who have already had COVID in this discussion at all. You and I are not vaccinated, but we've had COVID and we have COVID antibodies. So we have as much protection as most vaccinated people from these viruses. But what are you seeing from the data in New York City about who is refusing to get vaccinated? So New York City is, you all know, the largest city in America, over 8 million people. So it's a pretty good data set to look at for this. It's also about nine to one by registration, Democrat to Republican. So this is a blue, blue stronghold with a whole lot of folks And if you believe the narrative you see on TV, the only problem, the only people who are refusing to get and just this notion also of refusing to get vaccinated. And there's judgment implied in this, but have chosen not to get vaccinated are are white Trump supporters. This this is the the story here all the time. Overwhelming. And they're on MSNBC and CNN, the New York Times. And they're really nasty about it. I mean, they're essentially saying you you dumb Trump supporters are killing people by not getting vaccinated. What's so interesting is that you never hear them say, nor do you have any sort of real criticism level that some of the other communities out there who are also choosing not to get vaccinated in large numbers. In fact, the largest, and this was as of July 23rd, so this is recent data, the the largest block of unvaccinated New Yorkers across all ages are Black Americans living in New York, 31 percent citywide, 31 uh, percent citywide are vaccinated. Asians, so 69 percent, nearly seven in 10 black people living in New York City, not vaccinated. Asians are 70 percent vaccinated. Hispanic, Latino, 41 percent, white, 45 percent. So it's Clay, we could look at this and say, why do we even have to break this down? What does this even matter? Because when people see the way this is being politicized to bludgeon Trump supporters in the media all the time as this sort of out, it's this catharsis of all the rage from the Fauciites. Well, guess what? I mean, they're they're clearly not actually looking at what the data is indicating in place. I'm sure it's similar. And you go to other major cities, you're going to see there are substantial minority populations who are not vaccinated either. So let's at least look at the data for what it is. Not only that, I mean, this is the case in my state of Tennessee, large black population, right? Also large Trump supporting population. Same thing, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Arkansas, all these places with both uh, red state bonafides, if they want to argue it's a red state issue, but also large black population. So you are ending up with both. Uh, of those issues conspiring to have lower vaccination rates. By the way, also, I think a real high number of natural immunity as well uh, as it pertains in this situation. And you can see from the anxiety among some of the lesser risk vaccinated people that are going on TV, they're actually concerned that at some point their vaccine, their their immunity may be on on the decline. They're worried about themselves because. Yes, they're always complaining about they, they hate all these Trump supporters. You know, they don't like them and they're acting like it's this national emergency that some in their minds, Trump supporters are not getting vaccinated at high enough levels. Why? Why is that their problem? Right. I mean, you can see there's this this busybody 
nagging attitude that comes with all this. And it's it's driving. It's also not rooted in the data in a lot of ways, which is what the data also you hear a lot about. Hey, this is why the variants keep emerging. That's not really true in the United States. Most of the variants are going to come around the world where the vaccination rate is minuscule. Right. Uh, In the meantime, secrets out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same coverage at a fraction of the price. In the past year, over 20,000 of you Smart Rush listeners made the switch to Pure Talk. What are the rest of you waiting for? You can get unlimited text plus six gigs of data all for just $30 a month from your cell phone. How do you do it? Dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250. Say Pure Talk and you'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Pure Talk. My kids have it. You will love it. Can save you up to $800 a month. All you have to do is get hooked up now with Pure Talk. Absolutely fantastic. Say Pure Talk, pound 250 today. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, that's, that's we didn't the problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, "Oh my god!" You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young, were kids, and, and so self-involved, egomaniacs, yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them, and, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation 
And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. This is James Golden, or Boats Nerdly. I hope you're enjoying the podcast series, Rush Limbaugh, the man behind the golden EIB microphone. There's a dozen episodes that will remind you of the greatness of Rush, with so many amazing stories shared. I'm your host of this series, available wherever you listen to podcasts. My Pillow and Tunnel to Towers Foundation are both sponsors. Thanks for riding along here on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck. Here with me is, of course, Clay. And we are trying to make sense of increasingly nonsensical policies, prognostications, mandates when it comes to COVID. Clearly, it's not just all over. Remember when Biden was promising us that if only we got a certain level of people vaccinated, you know, maybe you could enjoy a a Fourth of July with family and friends. And at that point, everybody was already saying, yeah. If you're normal, meaning if you are normal psychologically during this pandemic, you're going to enjoy the 4th of July with family and friends, regardless of what Joe Biden says. Uh, but now they're they're looking like they're about to change the rules and change where we are once again. Here is Dr. Fauci, who I really do believe is the most destructive public uh, public official in my lifetime, certainly the most destructive public health official in living memory. And here he is telling us. You might need booster shots. And the data that's evolving from Israel and from Pfizer indicates that it looks like there might be some diminution in protection. And when you have that, the most vulnerable people are the ones that you were talking about a moment ago, namely people who have suppressed immune system, those who are transplant patients, cancer chemotherapy, autoimmune diseases that are on immunosuppressive regimens, those are the kind of individuals that if there's going to be a third boost, which might likely happen, will be among first the vulnerable. And the ACIP, which met on July 22nd, they discussed that in some detail and continue to look at the data that might push us in that direction. Boosters, Clay. This has been talked about for a while, but they always told us, don't worry about it. This vaccine's amazing. It is the silver bullet turns out it's not it's not it's the flu i mean and i know people are like you can't say it's the flu it is the flu now we are going to have booster shots i think yearly for years and years to come because all of the different covid variants are going to be spreading and they're going to be guessing like they do with the flu when they give the flu shot what do they do buck every year They guess which flu version is going to be the most prevalent, and they encourage people with uh, compromised immune systems, the elderly, to go get their flu shot. And every year, the flu, unfortunately, kills tens of thousands of of Americans and millions of people around the world. Mostly Mostly seniors. seniors. 
mostly seniors. And um, when you actually look at where we're headed, I think it's impossible to say that we're going to be doing anything other than that. And right now, and I just want to circle back around, there is a lot of mistrust, I think, because so much of what our health policy experts have told us have ended up being untrue. And I think, unfortunately, one of the things that's going to come out of this COVID vaccine is they are going to have massively sold the idea that if you get a COVID shot, it's a it's a silver bullet, right? Because I think a lot of people think about it in the measles, the mumps, the rubella's uh, perspective, smallpox back in the day, that you can effectively eradicate this thing forever, right? Like smallpox and polio don't exist for the most part in the world. And I think there are a lot of people out there that believed with COVID vaccines, that's what was going to happen. I think the chances of that being the case, that COVID being like smallpox or it being like uh, the polio is virtually zero. Would you agree with that based on the data that you're seeing that the idea that we're just going to eradicate this thing? Well, you, you see how many variants is almost impossible. You see how many variants we've already had and they, they keep talking about it. And it looks like the Delta variant is you know more transmissible and that a lot of virologists and people that have spent their whole lives studying this have warned that as this you know, rips through populations all over the world, you're going to get variations of the of the virus that could also then evade some degree of the mRNA vaccines that are currently out there. But there were people very basic things were said at the start of this by people who just look at stuff for what it is and can come to rational conclusions. People said things that if you were and I know you do remember this. But everybody will remember you would be shouted down. You'd be told you were reckless and that you didn't care if old people die and all these horrible things. Guilty of wanting human sacrifice so that you can get a haircut. Right. The terrible stuff that was said about anybody who tried to inject some degree of rationality into this debate. At the beginning, we would say things like, well, we've never been able to eliminate. There are 200 plus cold viruses in circulation. There are strains of flu that you know, every year the flu circulates all all, all over the world. Um, this has been something that people have looked at and said, what is the likelihood that we'll ever get to truly co- to COVID zero that will effectively cure this, as you said, like smallpox? That was always highly unlikely. But they sold us all on if everybody has this big push for the vaccine, we'll be in a place where we don't have to think about COVID anymore. And this is how you get people like, uh, Stelter, not that I mean, he's not only is he not an expert in medicine, Mr. Guy, Potato Head, guy's yes. an expert in, in in nothing, but he's he's good at that. Here he is, just essentially espousing the dominant position out there in Democrat-aligned media, which is that it's like we're living in two different worlds: the vaccinated and unvaccinated. For fully vaccinated Americans, the risk of serious illness is supremely low, but for the unvaccinated, it is significant, significant risk. People keep saying this is another instance of two Americas, and it is. It's, it's almost like we need two kinds of newscasts uh, or two versions of the weather report. The forecast is pretty sunny for the vaccinated, but it's quite bleak in some states for the unvaccinated. And this headline sadly says it all. Nearly all COVID deaths in the U.S. are now among the unvaccinated. There are 330, 340 million people in America And you're looking at a couple of hundred deaths a day from COVID. I'm just, you know, every death is a tragedy, of course. And we all know people are dying every day from a lot. You know, at what point are we saying this is now just another public health issue, but not a public health crisis and a pandemic that requires 
suspension of constitutional amendments that things like the right to worship freely that requires emergency measure measures and the shutdown of businesses. I mean, Clay, if if our goal here is going to be covid zero, what we're actually seeing is a massive transformation of society where state bureaucrats have effectively unlimited and unending power over your life. And some people want that. Well, not only that, the number one thing we could do to reduce death in America, do you know what it is, Buck? Don't be fat. And I know you're not supposed to like fat shame now, but for every single individual out there, the best thing you can do to prolong your life and live a healthy life is to combat obesity in your own life and in your own family that is individual reliance if health as it should be is important to you the vast 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 majority of america could be the most helped by reducing obesity i believe right now we are at covid as the eighth or ninth leading cause of death in america as we sit today Heart disease, I think, is number one. I believe cancer is number two. And one of the great, I think, horrible flaws of our response to COVID, among many, is that I think the death rates of all those other diseases and illnesses are going to increase because so few people were getting treated for that because they were terrified of COVID. Well, we saw that with with drugs, and we we know that. We all knew that was going to be the case. Anybody who was being honest about the data... All-time record drug overdoses, deaths of despair. And I will just say this. There are a lot of blue-check MDs and certainly blue-check media types who were were really ruthless about that stuff. Well, unlike COVID, you know, that's on the P- – oh, oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. okay. You know, there was a lot of that out there for people that were working in the uh, New York Times and CNN newsroom. And now with over 90,000 people dead from drug overdoses in the past year, which also I would point out brings in the border – and the open border that we have, and I've seen it as it actually happens in real time when they bring over people who a lot of them do have COVID. That is a problem right now. Uh, there's also a lot of drugs that come over because all the agents are having to tend to the children and the people who are illegally crossing into America. But w- maybe we can come back into that in a moment because there's a lot of different facets of not only uh, the COVID regime that we're all still living under, but when does the law actually count? When does the apparatus of control decide that rules no longer really apply? When well, the Democrats in charge, it's always a rough one. But, you know, my, uh, Mike Lindell is the inventor of MyPillow, Clay, and we love his stuff, right? He's hooked us up with MyPillow products all over our houses. I mean, I've got a whole bunch of favorites, but I hooked my dad up yesterday on his birthday with some My Towels. They're the best towels he's ever had, I've ever had. Mike Lindell is now changing the game with his six-piece towel set. This set is made with USA cotton, makes it extremely absorbent, yet it still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. And so this is going to be the best towel you've ever had. Clay, what's in the set? What does it cost? Well, first of all, happy birthday to your dad. Second, you told him on the air that he was getting hooked up with this i hope he wasn't listening did he know i kind of spoiled the surprise yeah he kind of spoiled the surprise uh but look it's two bath two hand towels two washcloths they usually retail for 199.99 for a limited time you can get it for the low price of 39.99 if you use the promo code clay and buck remember you get a 60-day money-back guarantee how do you get this all you have to do is go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener specials to get this insanely low price of 39.99 on the towel set You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. 
Enter the promo code Clay and Buck or call 800-792-3269 for these great radio specials. Welcome back in. We are rolling through the Monday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. And, you know, Buck, I was up in Michigan last weekend. Just got back from L.A. uh, where it was Mask Central and everybody's freaking out about COVID again. But in Michigan, my in-laws live on the Detroit River and we were out boating And if you get close to Canada at all, they have shut down any sort of transit from the United States into Canada. People in Canada who are guarding the border will lose their mind. You can't go across. I mean, you can literally see it across on the other side of the river there. As people in Michigan know, uh, it is easy to get back and forth typically to the border. And I couldn't help but contrast that, Buck with what's going on in our southern border. Everybody talks about how obsessed they are with COVID in the Biden White House, about how much they care about uh, uh, about making sure that everybody's vaccinated, yet they are allowing a constant stream of people, many of whom have COVID, into our country because they're not securing the southern border. Yeah, so if you want to go to Canada, as an American, you can't because, because of COVID, but that's okay but even though there is Title 42, which allows us under health quarantine style rules to say at our southern border, you know, we could just say you're not, you're not allowed in. Biden administration is not using that fully. They're actually going to get rid of Title 42 entirely, stop using it, invoking it. And it doesn't even really matter right now because there are so many thousands and thousands of people who are coming in. I mean, look at the numbers yourself. All-time record in June. Very possibly you'll see an all-time record, something in the 200,000 range for July. You're going to have close to 2 million people. 2 million people. It's like the city of Chicago coming across our southern border uh, in terms of population all in one year. And and it's Madison. And, and I mean, Marco Rubio is uh, is saying, look at the way they treat our border versus the way they treat people coming from Cuba. You saw the forceful statement from Mayorkas, almost immediate. Where was that forceful statement when Joe Biden was running for president or when he became president? You know, by the time they finally got around to saying it, it had no credibility. We're seeing a crush on the southern border that's a, a rotating catastrophe. It continues to escalate on a daily basis, and it was all caused by the rhetoric of Biden during the campaign and the actions he took in the first days of his administration. They didn't say what they said to the Cubans in those first days. What they said is no border wall and children and families will not be separated. You'll be allowed to stay while we process your claims. And in the meantime, we'll release you into the population. That is an incentive. We are incentivizing. They are inviting people to come here illegally. They are. And that means and people, people know it. And people you can with, see him coming across the border talking. There was a, a clip over the weekend, actually, of someone who said in Spanish, it was a it was a young woman who said, you know, we th- I, I thank President Biden for like welcoming me to come into the country, you know, illegally. I mean, this this is that we, we have a system. We have a process. People keep thinking that because there's defensive asylum claims that are being made by the people that are crossing over the border, that they're staying within the process not going through a port of entry, just walking across the border is like the equivalent of federal trespass. You're not allowed. That is breaking the law. This administration just doesn't care. They just don't not care. In that. fact, they like it. They like it. But also, again, I talked about what's going on with Canada, where because of COVID, you can't go back and forth across that border and haven't been able to do so now for over a year. 
How about the fact that if you go to Mexico on vacation, which I also did, you have to pass a COVID test as an American citizen to be able to come back into America. But if you are walking across the border with no American citizenship whatsoever, illegally entering in this country, you don't get tested for COVID at all. Think about how broken that system is that American uh, citizens who are going to Mexico on vacation have to take a COVID test to come back in, but all of the people illegally crossing the border are not subject to COVID tests. I, I really do think that the in the in the midterms, I know that's a long way out, but I, I think that eventually the media can only cover for the Biden administration for so long by obsessing over the January 6th commission and trying to bring up uh, you know Trump as the boogeyman and all this stuff. Uh, the border is the worst it's ever been. It's always, when you look at, at national polling, a top three immigration, illegal immigration, is always about a top three, top four issue. And what the Democrats are doing right now is it's reckless and it's intentional. And we can all see it. And just from the perspective of COVID and the, and the double standards here, you would think that they would have, first of all, they, they would have much more stringent protocols about where, you know, where people are going once they're brought into the country and are they checked for COVID beforehand? And Because they do this to everybody else. But if you do it at our southern border in any systematic way, it's racist. That's the way this goes. Well, everything is racist, right? Uh, that is true. Everything awful. is apparently racist. Everything, everything is racist, uh, according to the Democratic Party. That's their mantra now. That's their three-word reason for being as a party is to constantly tell us and lecture all of us that everything in America is racist. And I actually think that this is a big reason why, even though the Olympics are going on, Buck, this is probably the lowest Olympic audience we're ever going to have seen. I know we're going to talk about that a little bit more uh, as we move throughout the program. We got so much to catch up with over the entire weekend. We appreciate everybody out there listening. Uh, encourage you to go sign up, by the way, clayandbuck.com for our VIP, where you can hang out and get some special access to both Buck Sexton and myself. It's a really cool option for our listeners. And in the next hour, we're going to dive into the latest on crime and the january 6th commission and oh so much more also an update on those absconded texas democrats who left austin for the terrifying experience of being uh in they need DC. your help they oh, need your help buck they they've they've got a call out they've put out the bat signal so to speak we'll tell you for what that's all coming up in hour two of the clay and buck show stick around You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.